Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 197 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, and who is on a wonderful cruise with me tonight? Wet blanket, Michael Hughes. <laughs> Not named Michael. I'm Dan Melman. <laughs> <laughs> I am BSAA Special Informant Joe Butler. Welcome. And we are here to talk about a game that's been on my list to play for a very damn long time. <laughs> well, 10 years. We are here to talk about Resident Evil Revelation. Oh, shit. My I think I played the wrong game. The the spine of my game says Revelations. For those that don't know, they misprinted the spine of this game for the early copies. So that's pretty damn funny, though. <laughs> How do you not notice that? How does it get past QA? Someone can't read? <laughs> yeah, that's like a pretty bad oversight. Um, I don't think it's like super expensive <laughs> either. It's just like goofy. Like sometimes those misprinted goes. And then the uh, the Okami Wii, I think it's the Wii version, had the IGN water Mm -hmm. stamp on it. Yeah. Good stuff, Capcom. (laughs) That one, I think, is worse. Because, like, I understand a a misspell. It's a smoking gun. Yeah, there's up and stole someone else's art. and like, yeah, that's good (laughs) enough. But also, you are the damn, like, you're publishing the game. (laughs) It's not someone else's art. It's just like, oh, you got this from this website. They must have had the art somewhere. Google, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll i never understand that one, but that, yeah, somebody, I'm sure someone got fired that day. But this is not Okami Wii podcast. But, no, I do want to uh, cover Okami one day, though, by the way. I do really uh, want to play it. But I mean, no. good, good luck finishing that game. Hey, but... <laughs> I can do amazing things <laughs> somehow. Uh, that, that makes <laughs> me wonder games. how many people get their art like from Google searches. Like how much we see on box arts or back in the box. <laughs> All my art comes from my, my art just cover art, but for a podcast. So yeah, we were talking developed by Capcom, published by Capcom. The 3DS for the Nintendo 3DS version came out in 2012. And the version I played was the, well, I played the PC version steam. I mean, so 2013, the HD version got re-released and came out with the HD version, which probably the better version. I'm assuming probably. Is it really in the next year? Wow. Yeah, it wasn't long. I know I so I do want to say I was excited when they first like when they announced it for 3DS, like, OK, cool. But I had no interest in the 3DS. But when this actually came out, I was very, very excited to get the HD version. I probably paid fifteen dollars to get this on 360, which was a lot for me at, at the time. because I didn't like I, I didn't even buy games like at least for 10 bucks. I might have paid 50. I think I paid 15 on a Gamefly sale. So it was pretty early. I was excited. I started it. I got, I think, chapter four or five. And then for some reason, I don't know why I stopped playing it and I never picked it back up until last week. I don't know why I stopped. want to say I'm rambling off something weird and probably different, but I swear when this game came out, there was a bunch of like going towards it because Capcom was saying how much were, were 3DS games like 30, 40 bucks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. But they were going to they were gonna have to charge 10 bucks extra because the cartridge was so big. People, <laughs> yeah, people. <laughs> People were flipping out because this was like the biggest game they squeezed on a 3DS cartridge and like people were mad, but they ended up doing it in the end. That was so common, like just a couple console generations before. It's interesting that it, it's like suddenly a controversy now that discs had been a thing for a couple generations. Yeah, we're not used to having to pay more for just because you have to spend a little bit more money. We don't want to pay more for it. <laughs> <laughs> I paid 80 bucks for Chrono Trigger. <laughs> it's worth it, though. I mean, totally worth it. That's the best game ever made. So, hey. so good. Episode 100. 
<laughs> Every time I will plug anything I can if I know the number. So, I mean, uh, Mike, what is your history with this game? I bought this brand new when it came out, and I don't know that I made it like I think I did the tutorial where you're on the beach and then probably some of the ship and I just put it down for whatever reason. And I think I've tried it a couple of times since then. I know I've bought it since then. I can see my 3DS ver- or uh, my PS3 version from here, but <laughs> I want to make sure at least one of us played the original. And oh boy, was it an experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, what is your, do you have a history with this game? I mean, I love all the Resident Evil series. I bought this first day too, because I also had the Revelatons. <laughs> up in my storage closet but uh i liked it i played it all the way through you know i played it with the 3d on in the dark with headphones on and okay. oh yeah yeah i remember i had a great experience when i played it on the 3ds and then i played it maybe like a couple years ago so this is my third time playing it and i think that was too much <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. It's not just okay <laughs> yeah i whenever like mike at the put in the in the chat, he's like, "Man, I'm on chapter 12, but I've been done two chapters ago." I felt the exact same way. I'm like, "God, this fucking game over yet?" I'm on like <laughs> chapter 10. It sucks because so some of them are just like pure filler, where you're jackass and grinder just running around doing nothing. <laughs> that did not. So that did not age well. No, those sections yeah. were weird. I I liked how many jokes they have about like epic poetry. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they're they're like the stupidest like one-off family guy ass characters and they're just like quoting Conte <laughs> the whole time i'm like yeah. this is actually kind of interesting it's like an they reference like, what the fuck they could have cut those and it wouldn't have it wouldn't have hurt anything it wouldn't affect anything but you know i actually like the fact that you have those arc they're that little weird stuff with those guys well for me it was a part where i knew ammo didn't matter because i <laughs> i was always getting worried about ammo in this game this game does a really good job of making you i, I ran out of ammo multiple times in this game which is not normal for me in Resident Evil because when I play on easy, I don't have to worry about that usually. So <laughs> I shoot everything anyway. Well, but. Th- that's one of the really brilliant things about this game because so so do we want to go over like the the basic structure? Sure. Really quickly. So you you have like it's chapter based and it's set up like a TV series where like okay here's this character doing this here for I don't know how long would you say the chapters are twenty thirty minutes less um, some. Yeah. Some are, sh- well, they're broken up in parts, too. Some will have three parts, but yeah, there's no gameplay session longer than 15, 20 minutes. So again, it's like, you know, for a train ride. <laughs> yeah, it, it, they're, uh, they're fantastic lost. for portable. But most yeah. of the game is Jill on this cruise ship. Boat horror was big around now. Um, yeah, it was, wasn't it? And you know when you're playing Jill, that's when your resources matter. But sometimes you'll get flashbacks or sometimes you'll play these other characters and that kind of lets them play with other styles which i thought was pretty fun i liked it because then i didn't have to worry about like you said i didn't have to worry about ammo i'm like fuck it i don't care i ain't gonna play this guy again for a while or it won't by the time i do it won't matter yeah and they tell you that pretty upfront. and like with the flashbacks with parker you're just like you know taking out a ton of hunters with your <laughs> machine gun and those kind of suck but they're also they're kind of fun <laughs> i so. really like the flashback right. with, with tearing nema and everything so I have a big issue with this. So this game takes place between Resident Evil 4 and 5. Terra Nima would have happened, let's say, Resident Evil 4 time, I want to say, right around that time. Probably. So why the fuck do they never, never mention Terra Nima? All they were talking about, the raccoon incident, the raccoon incident. This whole city 
got shot by a satellite, solar satellite, after BOWs escaped and kill everybody. And you're like, yeah, forget about it. Raccoon City in 1998. Like, uh, that's the problem with Antarquil is you can't like retroactively mm-hmm. add stuff to the the. No, but they made games, games since then. Yeah, that's it, the, like six. Six are like easy references. Always, this always meant to be a side series. That's why they didn't number it and they called it something different. So mm-hmm. I'm going even to, if it's canon. Going, <laughs> and and six is just moving so quickly and doing so many things. For and, and as, as for four, like I don't know, it's above Leon's pay grade. He's, he doesn't work for the BSAA. He's Secret Service. So I'm I'm going to complain about this game too. What they because. You can't call a game Revelations and not reveal something about <laughs> about the entire series. The, the Revelation is in its own game, which doesn't make sense. And it's what what they should have done was have a whole game because I would have loved to play a whole game as Parker and Jessica and Terragrigia. That actually sounds like it would have been a really cool game. Yeah. And then and then you have the boat plot for Revelations because Revelations Two has Revelations about Revelations One. There you go. I, I got to play Revelations. I do too. I am. That's the other reason that this went on the show, so I can play Revelations two next year. Um, I, I play I nothing but raid mode. Five and six with a friend, and five was an amazing time. Six was fine, but they're like, you know, let's let's take a break from this era of the series for a bit. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting yeah. to five and six coming up here at some point. It's well, kind of. It's, it's <laughs> pretty clear that this game came out the same year as six. Because man, does it have shades of it through and through. Yeah, but I think it's more horror and more tense than six was, or six feels completely different. I don't remember six, six is, very well. The three campaigns each played differently. Like Leon's, I think, leans more towards horror, and then yeah. Chris's is Kinda. more actiony. Kinda. <laughs> yeah, Jake, Jake's is all about set pieces. Jake's campaign I mean, plays differently. I can't wait to replay six for this show someday. Fa- I can't. Fascinating wait. game. <laughs> but I've been slowly getting there because I. I just haven't, yeah. I kind of, I, I don't. I would say I kind of do these in order, but I don't really. I just kind of do them. However, but to us, I, I now that I'm in complete control, I kind of do them in a certain order. After other, after we, the other guys left, I'm like, "Oh, it is now in mechanical order, sort of." <laughs> well, you do definitely see this game do stuff that six doesn't. Like it, it kind of tries to evoke a lot of different flavors of the series, while six is kind of off on its own goofy ride. Um, <laughs> yeah, this has less set pieces i would say and i mean it doesn't stuff these of course but i feel like this was much more like i felt again i can't remember six but i felt tense at times i felt very claustrophobic in this game i had the horror moments of things jumping out at me mm-hmm. you had the mystery of what the hell is going on even though i didn't really like i was like i don't care i just want to shoot things and play the game and have fun like but i don't remember, i wish i could remember six better to be able to compare it much but i just i can say like this didn't feel this felt like a horror game to me but then again I also yeah. don't like horror games a whole lot. So when a game is like super scary, I'm not into it. Like I'm, I'm assuming that's going to be my story with with Haunting Ground next week. So hey, we'll see. I've heard that game's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt in the first ten minutes yesterday. So Capcom um, said before this came out that this is the Re- Resident Evil Revelations to be so terrifying that you won't actually want to finish it. <laughs> it's a bold claim for a 3DS game. Eh, that's just marketing being marketing. <laughs> yeah, as a guy who <laughs> works in marketing, like, that's just marketing. Too. But I mean, like you, you have Jill back and you have her dodge from RE3. Like, so there's a lot of RE3 stuff going on here. Um, and you have Jill and Chris together for the first time since one. I think the only time really where they really work together since one. Mm-hmm. They're in that Resident sort of five. DLC, but yeah, like, but that. That's, yeah, that's more like Chris rescuing Jill. 
Yeah, she's not really like. There's not a chapter where they're together, like working together. I don't think the, in five. But there's DLC. The, there's the really terrible DLC. But, oh, uh, Lost of Nightmares. Yes, you're right. Where they go to the so okay. Bad. Uh, I, I remember the, liking it, but again, I haven't played five in more years since I played six, so I can't speak to it. No, it's just them casting it on nostalgia. Like, remember the mansion? Remember Chris and Jill? Here you go. I always got the sense that it was like, because uh, you get a flashback of that chapter, that it was just an unfinished part of the game that they released as DLC without really finishing it. I believe that 100%. Same. I'm okay with that, though. But yeah. I heard I heard it was the other way around where it was part of the game and they decided to cut it to make it DLC. Oh. That sounds like Capcom too. Sure. That, especially that—that's not like Capcom, especially during this era. This era was big about how can we make more money off these games that we're spending too much money to make, and that was that was a thing. Like, I mean, hell, remember? I think this would have been Game Pass time too, or not Game Pass? Uh, those stupid online passes that EA was loving doing was that in 2012? Oh, that was like um, was time. Online passes or whatever they're called. Yeah, it was like ten bucks. Like Arkham City did it, for example, where you get the Catwoman. I mean, there was a bunch of Dead Space yeah, 2 did Last Maybe it was, I think it was around this time. So I don't know. I, that, I feel like that affected a lot of games, but at the, that came out around in the in the in the two thousands around that time. But no, like with Revelations, I just I really enjoy the fact that it goes back to Chris and Jill. I like the fact that you are the BSAA and you see Jill in the BSAA because before this, the mm-hmm. only games that touch on the BSAA are Resident Evil Five, which first introduces it, Umbrella Chronicles also shows them in it in a in a side mission where they go to and fight some Russian guy with tyrants, which I remember really liking. Other than that, we we don't get a lot of BSAA stuff with Jill. So this is cool to see that to me. I just really like Jill. I, I like Jill too. She's a great Everyone character. likes Jill. Everyone <laughs> likes Jill. And I'm I'm a big RE one fan. And this game does not feel like RE one, but that's fine. It's just no. like this feels like a part of the series DNA. He six kinda doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Oh man I I also felt like, oh, there's, okay, there's one part in the game that made me laugh out loud, like, really good, which felt like it was a joke. Chief, in one of the early parts of Revelations, you get, you get, you end up, you won't, you're on the ship, you get trapped, you find a fake Chris double, you get gas, and she ends up in a, in a bedroom. <laughs> and when she goes, you have to get a screwdriver. If you go to the bathroom, the bathtub is full of, like, just muddy water, and so do you want to drain the tub? And in Resident Evil HD 1 in GameCube, there's a scene when you drain the tub, a zombie comes out, and she smacks him right in the... and crushes his head with her boot. Yeah. And and I and I could have swore that was a reference to me saying, <laughs> and I just smiled. Oh, yeah, because I think even in the original one, there's a key at the bottom of the tub. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's an original one. That's most definitely a reference. <laughs> but I, it made me really happy. I also thought that part was fucking creepy. When you have no equipment, you're running around as Jill, and you have to, like, dodge enemies, and try to get through this place because you have nothing like i thought that was good i didn't like it but i thought it was good <laughs> that that's another part of like of the game like communicating to you this is a different play style yeah that like you know is kind of in line with stuff we've done in the past and stuff we haven't just this different kind of horror but it was more horror than like resident Evil 4 or 5 in my opinion it was mm-hmm. much more like you you didn't have unlimited amount of ammo like i mean you don't in four and five but it sure as hell feels like it from what i remember and you aren't fight like you're fighting a lot of enemies, but each each encounter can feel a little tense at times. Like I like that. Like you fight a lot of hunters, you fight a lot of whatever the fuck these weird gray gray things were that I actually think are really creepy. The, the hunters felt weird to me because they're they're such a huge threat in one, and you're just mowing them down by the dozens in this yeah. game. It's always the big complaint I hear about people talking about aliens, colonial marines, is the xenomorphs are always 
build up to be this big brutal beast and then you're just like running through them like a hot knife through butter in that game but that's also yeah. because you're 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 set up to take them out and and that's, that's the how thing. i took it it like at this point in resident evil lore hunters ain't shit <laughs> no you have <laughs> much more so much weird stuff it makes sense you're mowing them down it's just it feels strange to me because hunters were such a big moment in one just like yeah but that was also uh, that was a much much different game <laughs> yeah much different game and even in the lore it's like it's been what 15 years since when does this game take place i don't remember but it's been a while lore. since raccoon and we like know what we're doing now i like how they do make a reference to her when they get on the ship and and parker's like yeah this is nothing like this must be a cakewalk compared to raccoon city and be like why are you mentioning such a dramatic event to her where you know she got Chased by a giant green monster, took a tentacle to the chest. Like maybe we, you know, like not because you got to wink at the player. Like we remember that stuff. You remember, remember when you stuff? almost got killed? <laughs> I also wonder if Jill like has a reputation as this legendary hero, like almost a solid snake kind of thing. Like everyone's always mentioning Outer Heaven and Metal Gear Solid, like that kind of thing. <laughs> so I have yeah. a question now. Do you think her and Chris fell in love on a battlefield? No. Okay. Okay. So I have the weirdest memory because of that. Since you said that. I swear when Resident Evil 6 came out, there was an article that said that Jill and Chris got married and Jill works at a fucking <laughs> office desk. And I, I can't find it. And I swear it was white from the internet because if people knew it was real, they'd call bullshit. I'm with his fan fiction <laughs> or a dream that he had. <laughs> I like I swear I read like in, in IGN or in Game Informer or something because I didn't have the internet back then. <laughs> the The only semi-official Resident Evil anything where they have any a romantic relationship I can think of is the um, George Romero movie script. Oh, wait, really? That's funny. Yeah. I wish that existed. <laughs> movie did. That would have been nice. He did a commercial, I think, for two. Yeah, the Romero directed a, yeah, a, a commercial for two that I talked about on the show, actually. <laughs> I, I gotta yeah. track, down, track that down. It's on YouTube. If you search, Jill, you'll find it. Jill has a relationship sure. with Wesker in the new movie. Sure. <laughs> she just hurt me in ways I can't understand. I haven't watched that yet. No, and I'm, I'm not watching Sick point. until I get through the whole series for the show. So, in time. But speaking of Parker, we're introduced to five new characters Parker, which is Jill's new partner for this mission, Jessica, the girl who just can't catch a hint that Chris might be gay, and also this never knows. <laughs> <laughs> never knows how to dress in this entire goddamn game her wetsuit is the stupidest fucking thing she has heels <laughs> and one, one leg is just completely missing while the other one's still there got hair hanging out <sighs> i um, wasn't complaining <laughs> so i i like that because this takes place before five they almost fake you out by killing off all the new characters and it's just like this is why they're not in five and then they're all alive <laughs> like they're all fine spoilers I'm, I'm okay with that. Oh, me too. It's because, fun. like, the idea that the BSAA is this, it, you know, it's like a huge government organization. And it gets bigger, I feel like, as the games progress. Like, like by the time we come into, like, six, the the organization is huge, I think. I'm, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, sort of. And I, I won't spoil eight, but they have no idea what to do with the BSAA. But that's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's a long-running horror series. You're not supposed to have any idea what to do with your plot elements. It's just part of the fun. <laughs> But, no, like, with, uh, without spoiling Resident Evil Village, I think I know where they're going, and I'm pretty interested. I, I mean, I'll play it. I, I love Village. I, I I love, like, every Resident Evil, pretty much. There, There's not, like, they don't always perfectly hit, but I'm always having a good time. 
I do enjoy most of them. It's, I it's, really enjoyed the fact that this game takes place in a cruise ship. I do enjoy the episode breakouts where you have the, like, you have, I mean, you don't have very much with Chris, but you have the parts that jump to Chris. I enjoyed the Terranigma stuff. I didn't realize that with Jessica with Parker in the past. <laughs> I might have said Terranigma, yeah. Terranigma, Terranigma's good too, though. Yeah, that's good too. What is Terranigma all of a sudden? I said it, but I can't think of what, I'm, what I meant it's, to say. It's, uh, it's um, a quintet RPG. Yeah, illusion. Yeah, for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, that game is on my mind a lot because one day I need to play. (laughs) But I had no idea that that was the same girl, Jessica, that's with Parker in the past, with Jessica Mm -hmm. that's with Chris and his little mountain mission that makes notes for the very small amount of time he's there. Like it took a, it it was way late in the game when that clicked that they were the same person. (laughs) But again, as I've said many times in this podcast, women can change the way they look in real life and in video games just fine. Black Widow. Like, she looks like Joe was saying, that they introduce so many. There's five characters in the FBC, which is also new. There's three characters in the BSIA that they introduced, and then the, the bad guy in Veltro, which is new. Like, they throw so much, so many proper nouns at you, and I just checked out so fast when it came to the story in this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who these people are. I don't know what's going on. I'm just here to shoot things. Is uh. I like all the new characters. I, I like Parker. I like Jessica. I like O'Brien. Like, they're fun. Is anyone fun to else, have around. Is anyone else weirded out that one guy looked like Cohen O'Brien? <laughs> <laughs> Which guy? The redheaded Raymond. guy. Raymond, Oh, yeah. okay. Of course. <laughs> that, I don't understand that guy's, like, story in this game and what he was even doing. Like, you have him in the flashbacks. You have him on oh, the yeah. ship. Him. You have him disguise himself as a Veltro agent so he can tell you how... Their boss is evil. Like, there's just so much weird shit that goes on. And I'm just like, he, what the fuck? he looks like he's about to become a Batman villain. He, he looks <laughs> like it's a such a weird design. Conan O'Brien and like just the evil parts of Carrot Top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the evil parts. <laughs> like, you can tell what the evil parts are. <laughs> Start he's with the right Jack hair. now. He's like crazy Jack now, Carrot Top. It's weird. Weird. <laughs> Where did he still around? Relevant in some sense. He's not I don't relevant. Think he's relevant, but he's, still but he's alive. Oh, yeah. That's why he had to get jacked. <laughs> he's still a comedian. I don't That's know. Pretty funny. He's jacked. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, that is <laughs> okay. I just forget he even exists. Just like has deadlifting <laughs> for stand-up sets. <laughs> like here's my prop comedy. <laughs> Four hundred bench. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if your if your career falls through I, and you already have enough money, I guess you just get into weightlifting. Oh, he he's in Vegas, hell. Oh, okay, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Man, Vegas is a is a wonderful place, though. So I I bet he's doing fine. Yeah, <laughs> if you're in Vegas and you got a and you got a residence, you're doing just fine. Yeah. If um, carrot top fans, please call in <laughs> <laughs> for the upcoming carrot top episode. <laughs> I mean, I, like you were saying before, like the hunters. I'm okay that they're not super strong because there's so many of them in this game too. Like I like the idea that the city was just over like the city that in the flashback was overrun by hunters. Like they didn't, you know, use zombies. They just fucked everyone up with hunters, which makes sense because hunters would do the job a lot faster than a bunch of zombies would. Yeah. Because hunters are fucking vicious creatures. So they, uh, zombies are all the zombies in one. Were they just kind of a byproduct of them trying to create the BOWs anyway? Yeah, they were. It, it also, was like a leak, right? It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't planned. It was just an. It was an accident that they found. And then yeah. every time that you do fight zombies, it's some accident that happened. It was never like we're gonna make zombies. <laughs> Umbrella. They have all this fucking money, but they can't keep their viruses to themselves. Oh no. Well, <laughs> what's his name? Birkin leaked it. Yeah, intentionally, right? 
I do not remember. Yeah, yes. I know they want to take it from him, and he injects himself with it. That's yeah. a G- the G virus. That, they, that and this one's got <laughs> what the hell's this one? I don't even know. It's the T abyss virus. It's a mixture. Yeah, T abyss. That's a good one. Another Dante reference. Is it? God damn it! This whole game yeah. is Dante. <laughs> well, what is called Revelations? Or yeah. Revelations? Dante. If I haven't said this in a long while, but if I had a goddamn nickel for every time a bad game spinoff used Dante's Inferno, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's, but weird, it's that weird that it's happened, happened more than once. <laughs> What's the other game? Uh, Metal Gear Survive. Oh, I, I should. I'll play that someday. Yeah, Me too. don't. I like Commedia. It's a good poem. <laughs> I know I'll play it one day. I, you know me. I gotta play bad shit. No, you thank can't you for the Phineas and Ferb reference, by the way. Always a treat. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I've, I've been playing Bayonetta two, and it's like mostly drawing from Purgatorio, which is a, the part people don't talk about of that poem, and that's neat. Bayonetta two is good. <laughs> Another game I need to play. I need that's to play that game series someday. Months ago. Very good. I need to play two before three comes out. I'm so excited that's, for three. That's soon. Yep. Very soon. Yeah. All right, and I, I also like the, the tea abyss, whatever the fuck those zombie creatures are called. I think they're a good, yeah, creepy mix. They're and creepy. They work, yeah, they work perfect for being on a ship because they look waterlogged. They look like someone's been left to you know rot in the water for a while, and I and I really like that. They look really pus-like, almost. It's like yeah. creepy. You also get like a lot of different forms of them, which is pretty good. As opposed to another AAA Resident Evil game, Resident Evil 7, where you only get like two forms. It's just surprising because you think with the hardware limitations, they would use less in this big, big game. So that was a big game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, uh, what, what are the monsters called? What, what, what are they called in this? I don't know. They're, they're just on BMWs. Yeah, they're called- yeah, they have a name for them, too, but I, I don't remember. Oh, I actual- wasn't- yeah, I don't know. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can look it up, but. You also just fight them for a lot longer than you do the molded in seven. Like the molded kind of go away in in seven pretty quickly, and they do some fun stuff with them, especially in Madhouse. Resident uh, Evil's cool, good series. Jessica, <laughs> Jessica fight the weird doggos. You got the fucking flatworms at the beginning. Those things are weird. Mm. The things on the beach. Yeah, um, yeah, that you find out are just people that got it that were affected with the virus that went uh, the boat. That. That's a weird difference. So in that and that's a tutorial part, we're introduced to the, the the Sega Genesis machine where you scan enemies. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I really I like this up. thing. Me too. I scanned everything. Yeah, Mike, how was it on this on the 3DS? Because that's where it's supposed to do something different. Yeah. Does that like gyro? I don't yeah. think I had, did I have gyro. Maybe it I just had though. it turned off. I know he uses the the Circle Pad Pro. Oh yeah, uh, I have one of three of games that use that. Uh, I don't. I think it did anything different. Like, I okay. big well, benefit of the 3DS is having the map on the bottom screen. Because, I mean, the HD ports you have in the top right, but it's it's so much bigger. Mm. Oh, no, you, um, you haven't. So to, to mention what this is, it's it's kind of a first person view where you can find items. It, it's kind of like it kind of takes the place of like mashing X where you think a hidden item might be in the PS1 games. Yeah. <laughs> and think, it can like Metroid Prime scanning. Yeah, and it can scan enemies, which gives you a scanning percentage more if the enemy is alive, which I think is really cool. Uh, and once you get to 100, you have a healing item. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a way to get loot without killing enemies. Like, it kind of has that Resident Evil 4 loop without doing what Resident Evil 4 does and kind of encouraging you to kill everything. I think it's find, really clever. Find the secret handprints. Mm-hmm. Do those do anything if you find all of them? I Probably. think they unlock a weapon. 
so much unlockable yeah. stuff in this game. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's um, got like in-game achievements. Looking up the cheats on GameFAQs. <laughs> Remember GameFAQs? Oh, I still use it. Constantly I tell you. Use it. Good stuff. Hell yeah. Cheats. I, I, I don't know how to do this. Vamp, vamp. <laughs> <laughs> For getting all 30 handprints, you get the last victim unlockable. I don't know what that means. I, this uh, is Dynamite Radio. Scan Dynamite all handprints. Radio. You get the G18 handgun for the campaign. Okay, there okay. you go. I didn't do the raid mode and stuff as much. I dicked around with it a little bit. It's kind of lacking after you've played it in two. I did unlock one of the... I think there are like four super rare weapons, and I got the Magnum with the comically long barrel, like a 89 Batman Joker. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm actually playing some Infernal right now just to like... It's really hard just to like get an idea of, of what this game is at higher levels. And the the monsters really look like they're in rubber suits in a way. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> like a Doctor Who special effect. There's there's one part of the game that I was really excited for Mike to get to, Mr. Mike Alberton. What is that? Uh, and but we'll get to that eventually because I want to talk about one really weird story beat before that. When this game came out, they advertised it as Chris being kidnapped. And that was based the, the trailer and everything. And even back then, I knew that that was not Chris <laughs> because they would never show a Resident Evil character shirtless. <laughs> have they not? I don't think they have. I don't think they've ever had that, any. That's, that's weird. weird. Why not? It, you can't show your character sexy. You, you know, you can't have them know what they know what sex is. You can't have them in any kind of sexy <laughs> form. Like, why? No, I don't know. Capcom huh. and Resident Evil especially, they never have sexy characters. You're totally no, right. Not it, No, it's Capcom in general. Same thing, Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry, no one knows what sex is. Yeah, but Dante they has definitely shirt show him shirtless. Yeah, they show Dante shirtless for like one scene, though. But that's that's it. That's it in the whole series. In three. In the intro. Yeah, but it starts the game. Um, He has the open jacket with no shirt. And you can take the shirt off whenever. No, I I, I don't know. I don't think that quality. I, I don't think Dante knows what <laughs> sex is. But he, no, he, <laughs> he has the shirt off enough to matter. This is a weird tangent I did not expect. <laughs> Me either. I don't like it. I don't know. I mean, I, okay, I didn't know any of the marketing of this because I don't think I, well, I didn't pay attention or care. So yeah, I don't remember anything from back then. That's 10 years ago now. God. Yeah, that's a long time. I just remember when this game came out, I think I was working at Sam's Club in Shakopee, Minnesota. I think at the time. Wait, around where? that time. Shakopee, Minnesota. Shakopee. Oh, okay. I thought you said Chicopee, Massachusetts. I've never been to Massachusetts I, yet. No, I, 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 I yeah, Minnesota's. That that's your thing. You good luck with that. <laughs> that's where I live. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, it's okay. I hear. Nice I hear state. it's nice. It is a nice state. Yeah, I, I hear Minnesota is very nice. I'd like to go someday. Always okay. wanted to go to Minneapolis. It's okay. <laughs> how how about the penis monsters that you find under the water later on? Oh, those things are weird. <laughs> they look I like them. No, look because like Mara it, from Persona, the the penis chariot thing. To me, they look like water bugs. Yeah, yeah, I imagine that's what they're going for. But man, the, the shape of their head is all weird. <laughs> you can make anything phallic if you try hard enough. That's yes. fair. But no, they, they, were, they were cool because I thought they really fit the environment they're in. And to me, it showed the virus adapting creatures that it infected to live in the environment that they were in. So it was it yeah. was taking these people and making them into fish like creatures or water bugs, as I, as I took it, that were perfect for being in a ship. Mm hmm. No, Man, I really love the fish. environment of this damn place. I love as you progress through the ship, eventually the ship starts flooding. I, I thought all of that was so damn cool. Like, and I also did not get lost in this much. I, lost. 
I got I got lost tied, but the guy would be like, go through the cafeteria, go through or go through here to get here. And I was able to use that 3D map. Actually, I don't know if the HD version is better than the one that Mike was using, but I had no, I didn't have, yeah, I think it is. could be. No, I mean, I'm that's a, pretty good. And, and it's like Devil May Cry where you have these kind of bite sides, like go here, go here, go here, which can lead you around in ways that, you know, make, make it easy to keep track. I was playing on original 3DS, so the screen's kind of on the small side anyway, but yeah, that <laughs> thing's like, think about Metroid Prime's map and then kind of lower the quality several pegs. <laughs> I, I have a hard time with that map when I played that. I did not, I don't know, I didn't have a hard time. Maybe it's just the, the HD version was much better. Like, they fixed it. Because I remember seeing your picture. Mine, I can't remember like, comparing now, but I like I feel like it. I didn't, I didn't have any issue really getting around in this game. I was able to figure out where to go using the map for the most part. Because it would say what area is what. It'd say, oh, this is the cafeteria. This is this. Okay, I want to get here. Here's the little yellow dot I got to get to. Okay, I can go through this way. Like, I didn't have too much trouble. How'd you feel about Rachel, Mike? Oh, that was annoying. <laughs> that, that's that's the part I wanted you to get to because that part scared the shit out of me the first time. I it's really it. scary. Yeah. It, yeah, it, I got it, to that and I'm like, oh, Mike's going to hate this. I knew it was coming because the guy told me it was coming. <laughs> but it was that's annoying me how much she chases after you. She and you just game a lot. Um, and, and I like how you get the first key card in the game from her. So it's like and she has a design that with, you know, the very Shermie like hair. If anything, a fighter's fans here, uh, <laughs> just like memorable. And it's like, oh, it's her. Cool. Oh, this is scary. I liked her design. I like the fact that she like talks to you and then runs and vents and then comes back. And like, you don't even have to kill her. I think you can just avoid her if you want. I killed her because she dropped. It was like, it reminded me of, like fighting a tyrant or nemesis. She drops stuff when you beat her. Mm-hmm. It's very Lisa Trevor from the RE1 remake. Yeah, so. you can't kill her. Now, I think the <laughs> the funnier part is whenever you like do enough damage and she runs away, her like hopping up into the vent and you like she also has high heels on too in her weird <laughs> transformed versions. Yeah. A, I mean, it, I think it's a, it's just a it's a the it's theme. a thing with men. I think that makes yeah. stuff that time like oh, we're gonna put the woman in high heels in a you know like Jurassic World for example, where she runs from T Rex in high heels. Like come on, it's just God, a thing. That's but... the stupidest scene. There were <laughs> yes. even less subtle about it back then. Yeah, so I I get it. I mean, it looks cool. I'm okay with the look, but it doesn't make any sense. But whatever. Mm. <laughs> and, and a woman I is like wearing the, high um, heels in this situation. What's his name? Mikami? Shinji Mikami? Yes. Uh, had had like an edict early on for the series where it's like, we, we don't want the women to always be helpless. It's cool that you mostly see that keep up through the series. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah, because Jill is far from helpless for the most part. Jill and Claire yeah, are except like baby five. There are a couple of the ones I think of when you think of like the most badass video game women. Yeah, they really are. They're both so awesome. I mean, and I thought this game, like as the game progressed, I really, I you do backtrack throughout the ship a few times, but it never annoyed me when I did. Well, one, they refresh items, so I was like, thank you, because <laughs> they, you know, it's your different chapters that you're doing it, so items will there'll be new items that pop up there. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I, I love scavenging for items. I also with that Genesis gun, like I thought that was a good addition too to this game. Just to let you scan for ammo. I really like that. Yeah, we I talked do. about that when you said okay. earlier. Okay, well, I wanted to mention. I I, I was impressed. <laughs> yeah. Like I I was impressed with it. How do you guys nice. feel about the uh, the item customization parts? Custom parts are my favorite part of this game. Like that's it was cool. What kept me going. <laughs> it was all right. Uh, even the dodge, which I I think sucks in three. I I don't know what y'all think of the dodge in three. It, it feels pretty old. good here. It's I like, didn't know how to pull it off, but I did every so often by accident. 
Yeah, it kind of forces you to use it when that part where Jill wakes up in the room and there's that one zombie in there and you have to dodge so it crashes into the heat to the TV. Yeah. At cool. Infernal, you really got to do them because you do not have ammo to kill things. Um, <laughs> I can see that because even on easy, I didn't have ammo. Like I ran out of ammo so much in this game. That was kind of surprising to me. Okay. And and kind of the slow lumbering grabs enemies do. It just works with the dodge. Like It feels pretty good. Also yeah. have Jill's strongest weapon. What's that? Her, the dodge. No, oh. her Peggy Hill size 13 men's feet because she kicks the <laughs> shit out of enemies. <laughs> oh, char- charging up the... I love the Resident Evil 4 melee system. I, I think it's brilliant. Um, Same. That kind of stuck around. I'm, I love being able to charge up these ridiculous kicks that just shoot enemies across the room. It's so good. <laughs> I didn't know you could charge them up until the end of the game. Yeah, it's I, in like, one of the... I saw streets. it in the, the, in the in-game achievements, like hit an enemy with the charge of melee. I'm like, well, how do I do that? And I just got through the just game without it. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was in, I thought it was in the loading screens for me. That's how, that's how I found out about it. Yeah, same here. Oh, well, I was on the 3S version, so. <laughs> the drawback of playing with the uh, solid state drive. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play the solid state drive? I play, on, I play on PC. I, I don't, I think I have a solid, I think I have a solid, I don't know. I, yeah, I have a solid, I have state, a solid drive. state drive. I think my, oh, it, yeah, it loads too fast. Yeah, okay, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't, I don't know. I have a, all I know is I have a laptop and it says optional on my my little sticker that came with my laptop that I never took off. Yeah, of course, just spoiled anymore. Like whenever I have a load screen come up in a game, I just pull out my phone. Like <laughs> we're, we're so terrible these days. That's fair. Sometimes it's annoying. Like um, Nights in the Nightmare has pretty important lore on the load screens, and uh, I played that digitally on my Vita. And just like I don't have time to read these. <laughs> load screens can be annoying. I forget what game I was playing recently that had really, really bad load times. It was irritating me, but load times in this game weren't weren't bad they were pretty quick even for me like i didn't have any issues with them that's because we played on pc mike how were the low times on yeah. the 3ds where you had to sit there and wait for the doors to spin oh man i i was playing with my knife a lot during those so i was just spamming the <laughs> knife button and it like stutters as it's loading too it's really weird huh yeah that I remember, sucked I those doors that make no sense either <laughs> they're loading doors like like right. in dead space oh <laughs> god yes they have the, the ship wheel on them that spins independently of the door and then splits in half as the doors open. Like, I just I don't cool. understand physically how they work. Well, <laughs> th- th- that's a very Resident Evil thing. Like, you need to keep spinning it until it's in exactly the right. It, it's like one of those Korean um, puzzles that are like little sculptures <laughs> that need to line up perfectly and they come apart. That's a very Resident Evil thing, I think. There's a lot of Metroid Prime in this game because you got to like wait for the doors to open in that, too. I mean, that's a classic <laughs> Resident Evil thing, right? The well, we got we got the, door the map, the scanner, and the door loading so far. <laughs> I also felt this game didn't have a lot of puzzles in it, which no, not really. I was okay I, with. I didn't it, mind that. I don't like puzzles. It's pretty much. similar in style to 4, I think. Yeah. With, like, the Dodge and the Genesis stuff kind of adding some of the PS, the flavor of the PS1 games. Yeah, and then and and the way the shooting is and everything, yeah. I, okay, I 100% agree with that. Just a lot more backtracking. Because 4 doesn't really have much. About? Would this game have been as well? I don't want to call it popular, but I guess I got a sequel. Like if Jill and Chris weren't in it and they was, they were all new characters, would people even no. talk about this these days? I don't know. I I, mean, uh, I still would have done this, but I'd feel like it wouldn't have been as well received or well known. Pretty yeah. popular series, so like people would have played it. If it yeah, was, but having the the you know the original characters helps. Like get, I think that's also why they did this too, was to get people to you know 
want care about it like this big 3ds game yeah they um if we can talk a bit about the development history they they had like a um 3ds game that was just mercenaries as a way to <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh, and, and they said they did that to find a kind of fine-tune 3d on the 3ds and you know figure out how they can render a resident evil game and so so this is kind of the product of a lot of trial and error and it's just like okay this is what works for the hardware which makes me kind of want to play it on the 3ds at some point i only played the demo i thought it was really cool and then for some reason didn't get the full game until late in life <laughs> you weren't missing out <laughs> <laughs> got this on the ps3 and played it on pc for this but also like i was thinking when i was playing through this like because the, the whole idea of the game progresses you have like this organized this Organ- terrorist organization Vel- velcro or velcro <laughs> <laughs> it sounds what is it Veltro. Veltro. okay that and they like they're you know they're working and you find out later on they're working with the fbc which is one of the government organizations and if they're they built a lab inside these ships and that's where they were working on these viruses inside these giant cruise ships like you think somebody might have noticed that hey why can't we go in this entire section of the cruise ship to <laughs> uh, cruise ships because <laughs> What reminded me of 999. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Another horror game that takes place on two identical cruise ships. Another one when you get Mike to play. Oh, hey, do you want to play cool game? Such a cool game. That's a DS game, isn't it? Yeah, it's on PC. Play now. it on DS if you can. Oh, okay. Yeah, Why? Well, I mean, I, I can play it on a DS on a PC. Does that count? Or oh, the PC yeah, version. There's also a PC acting. version. I don't okay. want to say why. But play All right. <laughs> anyway, Resident <laughs> Evil. I really like that. I like. I, I just found that very interesting that this thing was just there on the ship, and like, I like that there's th- there's three identical ships for <laughs> some so reason. Weird. It's so dumb. It, like where you're playing as Chris, and he's on the second ship, and it just feels like a filler level. Like we're not yeah. sure what to do here. So. But it was it was all meant to do that whole like you know you're running there and you're trying to save Jill because the last time you see yeah. Jill is trapped, flooding, she's gonna die, and. All of a sudden, you get in the room and there's no water. Yeah, it's okay. And and then you play as Jill, like, saving herself, which was kind of fun. (laughs) I I thought it was very cool. I really liked the way it did that, actually. Like, to me, that was super cool. Like, I goof on it, but it it was kind of a cool choice where it, like, pans up and it's a different name of the ship. Like, oh, wow, that's interesting. (laughs) I I really got into that. Like, I, I, I thought that was a nice the nice way they did it too. Cause you, you know, you've been on the ship for now for a while. So like I knew right where to go. Like I knew right where they were. Okay. I gotta go yeah. here, 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 here. And then all of a sudden like, eh-heh. well, what's even later. I thought it was extremely silly and I was completely into it. Just like, yep, this, this is what this game is. It, it knows exactly what it is. Did anyone play on normal? I think I did. Cause I don't remember it giving me a choice for a difficulty when I started. Unless <laughs> the 3ds version doesn't. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. Did you see Rachel on the ship as Chris? No, I doubt it. Well, no, because I swear I I played this on normal like a couple years ago on on the Xbox, and I swear one of the you could you fight her on the ship, which is weird because it doesn't make sense. But I also might be thinking of another part of the game. And she does show up more than once. You see her as you see her corpse as Jill, and it's like. She's got this wetsuit that's just completely open in the front. It's like, oh, gee, I wonder if this is a main character laying here with her freaking chest hanging out. Yeah, her chest is hanging out. <laughs> but our characters aren't sexy. Don't say that. 
I mean, this game, I mean, the game does have, like, the snow parts, but the snow parts were, like, very simple. They weren't much of just running around that stupid crash site. Mostly you're there with Idiot 1 and Idiot 2 for no reason. Fighting Invisible Hunters. Okay, I really, really, really like the Invisible (laughs) Hunters. They were so damn cool to me. What was? The Invisible Hunters. Like, also the way you first see them where the guy is picked up thrown around the room like, like it's a ghost and then you you know it's a hunter like i i like that a lot i like the predator hunters I, for a second i thought you were saying you thought quentin keith were like super cool <laughs> no so no cool. quentin keith were both idiots <laughs> i mean hey one guy did have two machetes on his back which was kind of cool even though it's like okay i don't hate those characters i played code veronica I, I have oh, low standards for an evil side character <laughs> claire <laughs> 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 oh no that's a video game <laughs> one day it's, get, it's getting there i mean i've been i'm working on it i'm slowly knocking out all the resident evil so i think steve's I, the most hated character in the franchise he i like steve the worst resident evil character and I, I adore him you guys are in the minority <laughs> God damn. i i like i like jackass and grinder for one specific reason and it proves that everyone that works at the bsaa aren't magical sex gods <laughs> You have boulder punching Chris, who like looks like he deadlifts like a cow every day, and you have Jill, who they put 3D in this game specifically so they can put her in a wetsuit and you can look at her butt. <laughs> and then you have you know you have you know Leon who gets the girl in every movie and video game, and then you have these two nerds, one guy who obsesses over a computer and the other guy who thinks it's cool to run around with two knives. So does he? I don't know if Leon does get the girl most of the time. He doesn't like damage Jackass in the first one. like stalking one of the other characters. Remember Jackass saying something like, I don't remember if it was Jessica or Rachel, but like, <laughs> talk about, oh, you follow her home, so you know where she lives now, right? Like, something like that. It was about Jessica. Yeah, that was weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was Jackass <laughs> it was and Jackass. So, yeah. He's like, I'm not a stalker. Well, you just admitted it. Like, I'm like, this necessary. <laughs> I'm I'm playing that uh that first Chris mission and Jessica does not know how to take it. <laughs> no one in this game does. I like okay, I do like the fact that she's hitting on Chris, especially because you find out as the story progresses that she's a double agent. So I thought that worked well with that. There, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's just the dialogue's amusing. Yeah, and I, I do like if the game progresses, you find out like that it was the other guy in charge of the government organization that was trying to do a whole cover up, and that's why he blew up the city, and that's why he's attacking you. And this whole thing was all a setup to you know cover. He was trying to cover his tracks, and the other guy was trying to make him show his hand. I guess if blowing up so, a city yeah. is kind of a big thing to just be inconsequential <laughs> in a in the series. So. Yeah. Or- I mean, it, that does bother me a little bit that like it's not referenced in six or seven or anywhere, but they do reference Raccoon City enough. Isn't uh, Raccoon City? God, and then there's zero like where the they mention like Resident Evil Survive, and it's like it became the second Raccoon City. I'm like, who cares about this game? <laughs> what is that, Joe? Ah, uh, yes, Resident Evil Survive, a game that you know most people don't like, and we haven't played yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> what Resident Evil Survive? You mean Survive? 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 Oh, oh yeah, I just brought that. Survivor. Up. Yeah, we did Survivor. It's actually oh, it's published already. Survivor. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I gotta play that game. It's not bad. Yeah, another yeah. city they ruined and nobody. It was an island that was Umbrella, so I can. Yeah. I want to. I haven't played it because I want to play it with a light gun, and that doesn't really seem easy to do. No, because you'd yeah. have to get a European version too, because the U.S. version took it out. Yeah. Well, I have so. a CRT setup. So. 
I was going to say, it's also really weird because I think you can find a file on it while you're playing one of those missions. I think Terra Grigia is like a man-made city, and it was like super futuristic. It all ran on uh, on solar energy, and that's it. That's cool. Why can't we do that? Because <laughs> America. We'll get yes. there. I mean, this game also didn't have a lot of bosses in it, which was nice. You do have a couple big fights, I think, throughout this game. You have the comm officer. You have somebody up in the captain. bosses. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, they were okay. <laughs> there were difficult bosses. They were just difficult. They were just, yeah, difficult <laughs> enemies that took a lot more hits. I'm like, okay, cool. But at least the like, game gives you a lot of ammo when you get to those parts. There's, uh, there's spongy bosses, yeah. Especially yeah. the one in, like, the commercial area of the ship or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, where you're, like, jumping over railings and stuff. Uh, that was a really cool one. The comm officer where you're being yeah. attacked by other enemies. and you. Yeah, I died a couple times at that part before I finally I got it to work. And that was a good part, though, to be honest. Part. I started pulling some Resident Evil 4 shenanigans where I was jumping back and forth between the window and they would go all <laughs> the long way around. <laughs> yeah, suckers. Good shit. I, I guess they didn't make a jumping over ledges animation for them. Probably, <laughs> probably too much work. They didn't build it into the virus. Give them a break. But you can stun them too in this game, which I thought was cool. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like the way how the, I, I liked how the story progressed. I liked how the game goes and then you end up at a point where you switch partners and it's Joe and Chris for like the rest of the game. I really liked Jill and Chris together again. It made me it made me smile a lot. And like as things progress, like you go in the lab, you end up finding you end up she injects herself with the vaccine, which I didn't realize that the reason one reason she does that is because after that part, she swims in infected water where she would have been infected yep. had she not just vaccinated herself. Big gross Jill monster. Oh uh-huh. man, that fucking part with the laser grid. Oh, <laughs> I liked it. Sucked. That sucked. I got hit way too many times. I was being dumb, but I liked it. Yeah, I like, like it just need to be like six inches further apart. And I wasn't because I was like, you have to do it in first person with the stupid Genesis so you can see the beam. Well, you just put the Genesis up, see where the beams are. Then I'd walk. Yeah, well, I, I walked did, with huh? it. I, but, I played in classic mode. So <laughs> I, I, was do, I was doing a lot of like straight flocking and stuff. Yeah, um, I kept like sidling over into beams and then it would knock me into the one next to him. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> did anyone else happy. switch to classic mode? I, I need my 90 degree turn, so I, I had the RE4 control scheme. Oh, I didn't know you could. Uh, yep. What's an option for me, as far as I know? That's because you were playing the inferior version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it would have made sense on the 3DS. It was easier to play on the go. But the, oh. the control, I'm impressed with the controls. Like, they, you know, you use every button and it's, it's a little janky and complicated, but you can strafe, you can, like, move back and forth, you can aim freely, you can have your 90 and 180 turns. It, it just felt pretty good, even when dodging lasers, in my <laughs> opinion. There's a really weird dialogue in here that also doesn't make sense to me, and it comes off as kind of weird, and I hate that Parker says it. <laughs> what did Parker say? What? So there, there's one, it, so it, it before that, there, the, 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 the ship shakes, and I think it's kind of funny that you see, jet, whenever the ship shakes and it uh, zooms back in, you see Jessica holding on to Chris, and Chris is talking, and he just kind of throws her off him. <laughs> it's really silly. But then Parker goes, maybe we should switch partners and, you know, go for some good time or something like that. But it comes off as really hokey. It's like the only line of dialogue I think is really weird. Yeah, that sounds weird. <laughs> okay. Well, These are strange uh, characters. Another thing about this <laughs> game that I feel like this, you know, something that Resident Evil doesn't normally do, you have lots of underwater parts in here, which makes sense because you're on a boat that's sinking at one point. I actually enjoyed the underwater parts. I enjoyed the swimming in this. I thought it was very interesting. I was surprised. I liked it more than I, than I, I liked as much as I did. I did not expect that going into this. I got lost in the first one. 
where you're supposed to swim through a, a broken window, but it still lets you swim down the hallway like you would if you're on foot. So I like go to this den and like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? And actually I had to pull up a video walkthrough. Like, how am I supposed to notice that? Stupid I thing, didn't have a problem with it. I don't yeah, think. Shut up. <laughs> but then, yeah, I was playing the AT version. The end of a so. hallway. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> and my it, screen it was bigger like, than yours. It yeah. looks like the mutated fishy boys are called ooze. <laughs> ooze? Okay. Yeah, ooze. That's a good name for an enemy. <laughs> Sound like you said ooze. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't know what it was, but the the swimming to me really stood out, and I I really liked it in this game. Like there was one part where I drowned twice because I had to. You you barely had enough. You didn't have a whole lot of time to do it. But other than that, I really liked it. Yeah, I drown. I assumed it was possible, but oh, you can drown. You don't get that. But you just die. They and do also, a lot with the setting. Like they, they have a lot of different like, okay, what what harder stuff can you do on a cruise ship? And they stretch it in some really fun directions. And I think underwater stuff is a must have on the list, you know? Yeah. And it was it's good. Like you I mean you spent a good chunk of this game running just trying to escape the place's flooding. I and I really like that. I like the escaping of the ship. What did you guys think of as you get off the off the ship before you go to your last the last ship? The whole part with the with the turret guns and the giant parasite thing that comes out of the water. It's very Umbrella Chronicles. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of five too. Doesn't five yeah. have some big water yeah. boss or something? Yeah, it does near the end. Okay, and six. It's yeah, the like sections were a thing in the series in this era. Yeah. Well, plus Adam. this era loved turret sections. I don't have strong feelings. <laughs> it was fine. I liked it. <laughs> I, I had fun. I was like, okay, this is cool. You fight a lot. You shoot a lot of tentacles off. You eventually shoot grenades at it. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a cool fight to kind of like yeah. to kill the big creature. Like, would you say you had a. It goes on too long. Yeah. Mike, would you say you had a tentacular time? <laughs> <laughs> it did go on too long. I will agree with that. But I, 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 didn't, I didn't mind it too much. I, I had fun. I ran out of time the first time you fought the, the tentacles where you're like on the ground with Chris and Jill. I kept missing with the rocket launcher because it's hard yep. to hit moving objects yep. with the rocket launcher. Yeah, I think I won that fight just barely. Um, speaking of, of length, I, I thought this game was like the perfect length. Like slightly under 10 hours is exactly how long I want a Resident Evil game to be. Whenever yeah, they I can. That, I'm just like, yeah, OK, I can agree with that. This game didn't overstay its welcome for me. I don't know. I want to replay. So it went by pretty fast. Like I, I was able to beat this game pretty quickly for the amount i mean it took me i mean it took me almost a week to beat it but that's because i barely had any damn time to play this game Dang. so but i would play it in my downtime and i was able to finish it just doing that over the course of a week for the We're most very part. divided on this podcast it's kind of working out pretty well because joe yeah. and i both are like yeah this game can end anytime now i i mean i was ready for it to be done because i need to get i actually have to play a lot of damn games in the next later throughout the time this month so i was like come on now but if i wasn't in that self-made time crunch i i was i was happy with the length of this game i think playing it go ahead there's three parts of this game we talked about earlier but i as much as it is kind of a cool callback i don't like the part where you play as chris and jessica storming a fake ship that really could have been cut (laughs) and even though i do kind of like their characters because they're kind of silly you you also could have cut the parts out with uh, jackass and grinder and you can <laughs> shave down it's like this game does go on for a little bit too long but it's also 2012 and that i think maybe 2012 might have not been as bad about it but again i still feel like this was the end of the era where if a game was too short people wouldn't would complain 
Wait, wait until you play six. <laughs> I like six. I I like six too, but you could cut out half of six and have a much better game that's still way too long. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, know, it's like, so long. One, two, and three you can beat in a couple of hours yeah, if you know perfect. what you're doing, and then even four is just like they've really ratcheted up the length. Yeah, I, four is way too long for me. That that's my main problem with four. <laughs> Five, it didn't bother me as much, just because like oh, hanging out with friends. But but they're divided into levels in that one too, which helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six. I played. We, we played exactly one chapter a week, and it worked out okay there, which <laughs> made it feel even more like a TV series than this did. Yeah, every time you finish a chapter, like previously in Resident Evil Revelations, like it yeah, was, I just played it. Well, yes, but the idea is that you would play this on a train ride, or you yeah. know, as your. I mean, again, you know, 3DS, and I think that was a big thing for what they were going for. And, and like, Mike played it just during his downtime. It's the perfect portable experience. It was, actually, because I, I would finish a chapter or finish a section, turn the game off, and then get back to what I was doing, and then be like, eh, you know what, I'll, I'll play a little bit more. I but really it, miss that era of portable games where people would were taking these, like, huge console experiences and being like, how do we make this bite-sized? How do we make this, like, a little lower investment without losing anything? And... I think we got so much cool stuff out of that. Yeah, I love Crisis Core. Um, yeah, God, I need to play that again. Yeah, they're remaking it in a month. Yeah, I know, and that's the issue is that I should have covered the original one before this. <laughs> <laughs> now the Switch is like both a console and a handheld. And I don't think people make handheld games anymore. You know? Yeah. Like Revelations is definitely this is a handheld Resident Evil. What what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, this would be more a conversation when we cover Rev- Revelations 2, because I know that was very much a episode game of the way they sold it. But mm-hmm. yeah, we'll get there. we'll we'll get there eventually. Right next year. Another big trend. <laughs> big return to Barry Burton. Yeah. Oh, man, I love Barry. So much. Barry's great. I, I think I'm going to make myself play it next year for Spooktober if I haven't by then. I think which I probably won't. But I think I think I got to play the next one. I, I need to get through the series. Damn it. <laughs> on the oh, yeah. show. I streamed one to a bunch of friends and, and Barry was like the unanimous favorite. <laughs> oh, and I did get a kick out of the last area that you go to. So then you find out there's a third ship that was hidden underwater where the city got destroyed. And then like the whole part where you, 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 you have scuba gear on, so you can't drown and you're swimming around. And like, I was like, okay. And you're cutting doors open with like, I was like, okay, this is, I was really on board. Even though I was ready for the game on to be board. done. <laughs> even though I was ready for the game to kind of like to move on because I need to start more games but I was like this is cool as hell yeah because you didn't have stupid touchscreen minigame to weld the doors open <laughs> oh you had a touchscreen minigame for uh-huh, it and it yeah. was really precise <laughs> oh I just clicked I just clicked one button and she just goes yeah, and the door opened like the when you're rearranging the circuit breakers or whatever to open doors earlier yeah. that's all touchscreen too you have to unscrew the screws and then move the things around yourself. I can't wait to try this version. This is why I'm happy that I don't have anything to do with stuff like touch DS games. This is why I skipped DS games for a while. That's all I, I had. I don't like touchscreen gimmick. Like, and every just, game had to shoehorn them in. Yeah, I'll never forget uh, playing Trauma Center on the DS, and that game was whew, that was hard. Oh, I like that game a lot. It's really hard. Yeah, I want to go back and play with a mouse and keyboard and or a mouse and a controller and see how that works. Try the Wii version. I, I bet that would work fine. Oh, that would, I could do it with a mouse keyboard because I can just <laughs> remap all the keys. Yeah. Um, all right. 
But yeah, Speaking of that underwater section, that's where the one-hit kills were with the freaking flatworms, too. Mm-hmm. The big blob monsters. Ah, oh, that sucked. Oh, I didn't get killed by them. Oh. I didn't need hell. Well, I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't know there were one-hit kills. Sorry. I mean, I did I did get killed by one-hit kills by the comm officer guy where he would grab Jill and then he takes a saw blade to Jill's stomach. And I, is that I a one-hit kill or is that yeah, it's a, a one-hit like kill. A killing animation? I don't know, but either way, I was dead when he grabbed me with it, So and I and yeah. I wasn't hurt. So. Sounds like the chainsaw from Paul. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a one-hit. There were multiple one-hit kills in this game that enemies could do to you. I'm so, into one-hit kills and hard no. God, no. I'm a fan. Thing I want to ask. Sure. So we're we're about to get into the last part of the game. So can can y'all explain like the weird part of the story for me? So the whole idea is is that the Mike was it Michael Morgan or whatever? He's the director of the SBC, and it turns out that he hired Veltro and gave them viruses so he yes. could look like a so he, so he could get money for his for his company and his own, like, <laughs> yes. government, which is a fucking weird thing to do. But it's also the Resident Evil universe, so I'm not. It's not that weird. Okay, yeah. you know why marijuana was illegal? <laughs> because a guy needed money. Because yeah. prohibition was done. That's fair. And so it's not that far fetched for a government organization, some asshole in charge, to be like, you know, I need a threat. I mean, it's it's yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, yes, it it's, it seems far fetched, but at the same time, I mean, you look at like to give you more history. The reason Hitler became came to power the way he did is because he blew he. Well, this is not proven, but it's pretty much known. He he lit a, lit a building on fire and blamed the other guy. So it's not unusual to have like this idea that some some guy was like, "Hey, I'm going to hire you to destroy things so I can get more funding." Yeah, yeah. But, I think there's even a name. Is that? Let me look this up before I say it out loud. But that that definitely happens. Yeah, no, like the the marijuana thing. I mean, the, that's 100 percent why that drug yes. became illegal as there. big as it did because prohibition. The guy that was like worried since prohibition was done and he wouldn't. He was like. They're going to get rid of me. I'm going to lose my job. So I got to go find a new a new thing to target. There, there's even a military term for that, like, b- b- kind of manufacturing responsibility for an attack. It's called a fl- false flag operation. Like, it's common enough that it has a, a military word. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not, but unfortunately. Here's the, here's the part that gets me a little lost, though. So did the director of the BSAA, like, kidnap Jill to stage it, or was that someone else? I think that was Raymond. Okay. That carrot top? Yeah. Okay. Because Raymond had his, as you find out as the game progresses, had his own reason for what he was doing, which they don't explain. I have issues with that part because, well, yeah, we'll get there shortly. But, eh, nah, fuck, I want to go there right now. It's the ending. It doesn't matter. We'll so double back. But in the ending of the game, you have a small scene where you see, God, what the hell is her name? I also forgot her name. The other girl, Jessica. Jessica. Jessica at a cafe. She's sitting there, and a guy with sunglasses walks over and puts a vial on the table and for a second i thought it's wesker and yep me too and i okay i wish it would have been wesker because it would have made more sense because wesker's not dead yet at this time and it wasn't wesker and and that's that's four's uh, to to, spoilers for resident evil 4 that's um that's four's ending cutscene, right like yes ada dropping something off for wesker or that's just her campaign maybe there's something with Wesker involved where he talks to her or something. There's some way you know that he was the one that hired her to get the Lost Plagas mm-hmm. in four. And I would have been okay with it all over again. It wouldn't have bothered me. I would have liked it more than Raymond goes there and says, I have my own reason, and then walks away in the game ends. So my idea, has everyone here played seven? I have. Yes. Okay, so the company that Jessica and Raymond work for is the same company that the brother works for in seven. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. I didn't I know that. 
I want to say that's what that leads to because they it's just it's just a random company that's still doing virus stuff. And I want to say that I'm pretty right, but I'm not 100 percent sure. OK, I'll I'll, okay. I'll go with it because that would be that would make sense because I could, you know, virus lead into more viruses. And like who who know I don't know. There's so many changes of allegiances at that point. Like Chris is working for Umbrella in seven. Just like that doesn't make much sense. Uh, new Umbrella. Yeah, it's new Umbrella. Uh, but yeah, they even like go out of their way and it's like, yeah, it's most of the same management. And then he like doesn't work <laughs> anymore in eight. And it's like, well, I guess this didn't go anywhere. This is why we need more Resident Evil stuff to flesh out things. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm down for whatever. Like I'm I'm all in on this series. I. I enjoy its stupidity, so I just kind of want more of it at this point. I do too. I, I um, really do. And then I, so I just remembered when you were talking about Barry earlier, I want to play Resident Evil Gaiden because that's <laughs> Barry <laughs> and Leon God. on a cruise ship, and it's a Game Boy Color game. So it's, it's like something a, else. A previous portable Resident Evil. Well, now I know who to contact because I'm actually going to put that on the show at some point. I've been debating to do a mini on it. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in it. It seems interesting. <laughs> So we 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 push forward a little bit, but uh, how do you guys feel about the tyrant final fight? Oh God, I liked it. <laughs> Don't remember anything about it. I got to. <laughs> it's been a couple yeah, months. Teleporting enemies in your survival horror game. What the? Fuck? I liked it. He's not actually teleporting, sir. He's sending an illusion to trick you. But yes, he's teleporting. <laughs> yeah, okay. The idea that it, I guess I was reading it. The idea is supposed to be that he's infecting you with the illusion so you think that he's teleporting when really he's just walking towards you sure you've been fooled that's the idea but yes he in this in the gaming thing he's teleporting because that's actually what's happening in the game wise just not the story of the game did they ever bring up that guy's name because i swear whenever they find the video of him they say like a name and i'm like was his name ever brought up before i don't know i can't <laughs> say if it, i don't i don't i don't think he i think this series is revelations. At least this game is very contained to this game. And and two, from what I've heard. Yeah. Okay. Whose story's asinine? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, I think it's funny. This I guy's just it. on this ship underwater and just stayed there this whole time. And then you find out that the FBC Morgan, the head, had sent a team in there to kill him. Uh, Jack didn't Norman. Work, didn't work okay. out very well. He's the he's the Veltro leader. Yeah, that's it, right? Because they. <laughs> They see him with his mask off, and they go, oh, my God, it's Jack Norman. I'm like, is he supposed who to be? Who the fuck? <laughs> Every time they mention a name in this game, they're like, I don't know who that is. They didn't either. Oh, why so is it that characters. anytime you make that joke about, like, pulling the mask off, I always think of Injustice League Unlimited when Lex Luthor becomes Flash. He's like, he pulls off the mask. I am, I don't know who the hell I, I this no is. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who this is. Like, I always love that. He's like, oh, you know who the Flash is. I don't know who the, I don't know who the hell this guy is. Wally West. Well, well that's, I I think that's kind of, that kind of makes sense. You'd think of that because like not every not everyone's going to be someone, and the way yeah. stories work, they're like bending over backwards to have these connections. Just like doesn't really make sense for him to be here, but that's okay. It's like yeah, sometimes maybe you just don't recognize him. It was, it's just that's what it made me think of. But yeah, I know it's a, it's a character that doesn't exist other than this game, and then by the time this game is over, it doesn't exist anymore either because you uh, kill him. And the and the whole thing I think is funny. You get there, and he would gladly you know give you all the information, but he thinks you work for Morgan, so then he he infects himself more with the virus to try to kill you. He is already pretty far gone by the time you come yes. across him. Oh. I I, don't, I had fun with the tyrant fight. Like there is a trick to doing it, which I didn't do. I read it, but I did it wrong. 
is you're supposed to sh- you're you get a rocket launcher earlier in the game that I saved as Jill because yeah. it's me and you're supposed to shoot him with the magnum and stuff to knock him down and then when eventually when he gets on his knees go behind him shoot him in the back and you want, it'll it'll kill him right there right <laughs> I shot him in the face of the rocket launcher and, and I think I shot him too early before his weakness spots were open and it didn't really do anything I, I barely survived this fight I think the third time I tried it damn imagine trying to do this with tank controls. <laughs> no, I did it with tank controls. I like I like it. Feels good. Okay. I would not want to do this on a small screen, though. No, it's not great. I don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, the the whole like behind uh, type behind the back tank controls thing. Maybe it's just because I played so much Resident Evil Horror, but like, it feels fine to me. It works. I I just I don't know. I thought it was a cool fight. I I, I like tyrants though a lot. And now that I played a lot of Resident Evil, I'm fighting a lot of different tyrants throughout the series. <laughs> That's I'm trying to wrap up the series. Um, I, I had fun. I, I thought it was a good final fight. It did take way too many hits, though, to finish him off. Yeah. It, he takes a lot of damage. I went through all my Magnum ammo that I've been hoarding. I went through a lot of shotgun ammo throughout this fight. I, so. think, I think when I killed him, right when I killed him, I was officially out of Magnum ammo. So I think I did pretty okay. Okay, that is pretty good, nice. then. I might have missed too much. I think because if you don't hit the heart or the back, you don't hit his weak spots. Mm-hmm. I don't think I always hit. Yeah, I, am, but I, I always just save all my Magnum stuff for the final boss of Resident Evil. I did, too. <laughs> how I do it at this point. Oh, and I don't think something I think I forgot to mention. Throughout this game, you do find cases that then increase how much ammo you can hold for shotgun, Magnum, hand hunt, <laughs> handgun. I want, like, a realistic drawing of Jill at the end of the game with these bundles of, of or the hip pouches all over her body. Oh, did, <laughs> did we talk about the upgrades system? I think we did, right? Briefly, when I walked yeah. away? Not too okay. much. A little bit. You get parts and you can upgrade your guns. Yeah, as cool. almost workbenches. It's cool. It works good. Works well. I like Sorry. it. So apparently Veltro is also a reference to Commedia. Um, when when Virgil comes to Dante in the forest, he's, <laughs> he's hiding from a wolf. And it says, and more they shall be still until the Greyhound comes who shall make her perish in her pain. Veltro oh. means Greyhound. Okay. Also, their logo is like a greyhound on his hind legs, like flailing at an assault rifle. It's like a ridiculous <laughs> logo. I love it. I'm post it more Dante. <laughs> Dante. He's hmm. quoting Dante. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, and there's one I think one last thing to mention then still about this game that we haven't that I, I want to mention is the in the very end of the game, after you have the cutscene with you know, Morgan gets arrested and all that stuff happens. The director who led you in this mission, he 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 quit and writes a novel. They even have a little paragraph saying, oh, he went to go work from home and write a novel. I'm like, is that necessary? But OK. Yeah, he wrote the. He's the guy that wrote the E.R. Perry Resident Evil books. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a you have a scene where I like where it says like for Jill and, and Chris, the nightmare is just beginning. And it shows them going to the mansion that, you know, right for Resident Evil 5. And I'm like, that is I like that. That's pretty cool. And God, that logo is terrible. Yeah, I like it. Bad. I like it a lot. If you're listening to this, look it up. You get the chance because it will not be in the cover the, art of this game. The so. the, the Il Veltro logo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's like a, a, a musket with a bayonet and like this very happy looking greyhound just like jumping around near it. Looks like he's dancing with it. Yeah, he is dancing. He's doing his gun dance. Oh, <sighs> he's dancing with himself. Oh, oh, oh. Don't 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 give dogs guns. <laughs> no, give more give give more guns to dogs and have them shoot bees out of their mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> dogs with bees in their mouths when they bark, they shoot bees at you. Yeah, I, I don't remember what it's from, but it's like it. I'm uh, very confused right now. About, 
No, it's uh, what's two things you wish you could have? A gun that shoots swords and a dog that shoots bees out of its mouth. A sword that shoots guns. A gun that shoots swords, which happens in <laughs> Metal Gear. So, you know. And Borderlands. And, and there's bee stuff in Metal Gear. Yep. And there's also bee stuff in Metal Gear. The pain. The pain. I, I, God, I love Snake Eater. Oh, what a great thing. It's so good. It's such a <sighs> This was like a good era for video games. I guess this was a few years later, but I I like Japanese video games like in this era before. I do too. Right. All right. And I think we should go on to questions, comments, or memories. I, I got a few. All right. And first we'll start with... Oh, wrong. There we go. I watched the entire Overblood Super Replay group. Uh, first one from Isaiah Bailey. This is the game that got me into the series. I had no interest until I watched the YouTube a YouTuber plays through this. It looks like a lot of fun. Dip my toes in the series, and now I'm all the way in. Okay. That's so far, I'm surprised this is the game that got somebody in, but I'm glad. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, hey, anything you can get you into a series that you end up loving, why not? And this is yeah. not a bad bad game to start that. So Yeah, it it might make more sense, too, because like this game came out on the 3DS, and the only thing I had growing up until I finally got an actual job was Game Boy. So, I mean, it was... It, could be cheap enough to where you bought it and then got really got into the series. It yeah, makes sense. makes sense. Yeah. And from Kyle Smith, one of the most underrated Resident Evil games. I really love seeing Jill take on a large story role again. Plus, it's a good in-between of five's faster pace, fluid combat, but with good environmental exploration. But also, I'm a big sucker for aquatic theme stuff. Exploring the ship and the water city are very cool. I wish more RE games talked about how they built a whole city out in the ocean that never really comes up again. Which irritates me. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> well, Village was going to be Revelations 3, right? So m- maybe we'll see more eventually. Oh, that, Is that true? That, I heard that half, once. It's a half rumor, but it's because uh, I, I don't want to spoil Revelations 2, but it's it was a half rumor and people were the guessing because uh, they said Revelations 3 now might revolve uh, Rebecca Chambers. And I'm still, oh, crossing my, yeah, I'm still sure. crossing my fingers for that one. So. Yeah. It would be nice to see her again. We haven't seen her. She's in one of the animated movies, right? Yeah, yeah I hear is. she doesn't do much, though. Yeah, she's, she's a damsel in Zero. <laughs> yeah, she's the main character in Zero. But then cool. they forgot about her. Zero is the most underrated wrestling movie. It's the I, only uh, fixed camera one I haven't finished. Um, I gotta go do it. Same. Well, not the only one. I haven't beat that or Cold Veronica at this point, or original Resident Evil 1, and I gotta oh. knock those off my list. Yeah, Re- good games. I've done the remake. I beat the remake, but I want to beat the original. Also a good game. So, I love the remake. All right, and then from Adam Walker, played it first on the Switch. I think it was the first RE game to get ported to Switch in late 2017. It was really great because of how novel the handheld console still felt at the time. Underrated, though. The enemies did get a bit samey at parts. Amazing this was originally a 3DS game. Mike, do you think that's yeah. amazing this was originally a 3DS game? <laughs> and from Seth Cameron, I first played on the 3DS without the extra circular pad thing that came out. But it was still good. It was definitely better on console. I enjoyed the game for the most part. Nothing major to complain about. I played almost the entire game before I remember that I could be playing it on my new 2DS XL that has the nub that emulates the Circle Pad Pro. So I put it over there and I still don't like it. It changes all the rest <laughs> of your controls. <laughs> is, and that, is that the two um, options you have in the HD version, like having the Circle Pad Pro or not having it? I don't know. I, I didn't. I, see... I guess no one here would know because no one's <laughs> no one's played yeah. both versions. So no, it'll be a mystery for all of us. I mean, I can just say it played well on my PC with my fake Xbox controller. I can say that played well on my PC with my real Xbox controller. 
Yeah, mine mine looks like a real Xbox controller, just that it, the, the little button has no X on it. It just has a, a, a circle of a mirror. It played on my 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> I have an 8-bit though. Also, I also have a nice. fake PS4 controller next to me, too. So. I have a fake, you mean like third party? Yes. Okay. For, and USB. I but it says P4 on the controller where the PlayStation button would be. It says P4. Oh, Persona 4 is all right. I like that. Yeah, game. it's trying to tell you to play Persona 4. <laughs> um, I have. Yeah, I have, I have an once. 8 foot SM30 Plus and an Xbox Series 2 Elite. But you know, Mike, now that I have the Steam Deck, I've been really eyeing Persona 4 Gold, and I'm like, oh. I, can pr- I can play this on the go. Hmm. I've been thinking of doing the other route for two so I can get to that like uh, secret dungeon. Once I get emulation working on my Steam Deck, I don't know if I'll ever look at anything else. God, I just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, for Asylum. I need to play it again. All right. Uh, last question from this group, from Charles Bell. Is it a bad thing that 4 was my first Resident Evil game? Not at all. You played yeah. the best. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say that, but it's not a bad thing. I, I love 4. The game is... Mwah. All yeah, right. And then a, a top 10 Resident Evil. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Can't wait for the remake. I'm not excited for it. <laughs> I'm super excited for it. Those other remakes have been pretty, pretty fascinating. Yeah, but Don't four is perfect already. So why do you need to remake it? It's not, but I know. that's cool. <laughs> I'm excited. It has I am, color. It's I am a little bit four in color. I won't get that. to it. Not brown for so yeah. long that I like, I don't even care, but I'm glad it, I'm glad it's coming. Even though I, I know I won't play it for years. So I'll probably play it on release. I'm excited. Same. I, I can't play that APLC coming soon. That's real soon, right? Yep. End of the month. Of the month. Might actually pick up that game. <laughs> I got to play the PS8. The Resident Evil 8 DLC. Oh, you're oh, you're interested in that, Mike? Uh, once that third person mode comes out, I'm not oh, playing okay. the first person. They had to rebuild the game from like the ground up, apparently, for that. Believe it. Yeah. yeah. I'm interested. I My roommate has it, so I might play the PS5 version. I um, do want to. I will definitely play Village at some point because Village does look really cool. If you like four, like it, it's really building on that in a lot of fun ways. I like I like Village a lot. Okay, good game. One day I keep doing this. All right, and from the Resident Evil Star posting group, I got a few from the Nahaniel Alens. Completed it some days ago. I like it and and tried Assault Mold for the first time. Pretty fun. I think he means Raid Mode. We completely forgot to talk about which we will shortly. Uh, from Ivan Veretto. This became one of my faves. All right. And let's see here from from Davy Leon Kurtz. Uh, both Rev games felt like steps away from six and more towards the originals. I know I'm definitely in the minority, but I enjoyed the item searching camera thing. Scanning enemies and looking for stuff made for a slower pace despite the action combat. Also, I like the weapon selection. Each weapon class felt like it had its place. Sure, there's always people who learn how to knife through every RE game, but Rev 1 felt you needed to really pick your weapons and make them complement each other with attachments. Well, we all, we all like the Genesis stuff, right? Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. All right, from Lou Yannick, my main reason to get a 3DS, I played the HD port recently, and it's nice to actually be able to unlock and exchange rare part. Oh, okay. And from Jennifer Green, I enjoyed this game, especially the part where you actually swim, I think, and, and think this was my hardest boss fight. Okay, from Annie Volter, this game was fun, but I think it's the worst model for Jill that looks the least like her. The models all kind of look weird in this game to me. I didn't notice yeah. that. I mean, Jill's, Jill's always... Her design's always weird. From from like three where she has her survival <laughs> mini skirt to like oh the virus turned her hair blonde in five. It's like what? Is that um, what is that the I'm I thought she just dyed her hair. So the no, the, the, vir- the virus did it. 
okay, the, that's the five, the five virus does so much stupid stuff. Um, some very racist stuff. I always <laughs> thought it was just. I always thought it was just that they dyed her hair so she wouldn't be recognizable. No, it's the virus. That's how I took it. All this time or all these years that it was just a thing to disguise her better. So oh. there's a there's a really weird moment that I had in the piece in the PC port where like Parker is talking to Jill and like his head is a different color than his body. Like you can see where the, the, like the face cut off is the neck. It's really weird. Hmm. Okay. All right. And let me see what else I got after I got distracted. Uh, from my Kirk, my K, I remember buying my sister's 3DS just to play the game. Love it, except for the final Jack Norman fight. You can get that. And last comment and last group, official Laser Time community from Nick Turner. I picked this up from my 360 during a sale and loved it. It got me back into the series, which I hadn't really played since RE4. Right? Well, yeah, I'm glad that this was able to get people interested, you know. Oh, and we yeah. should talk about raid mode before we end this. I played a little bit of it. Did you play it again, Mike? Not much. Like I, I went through the first couple of stages a couple of times. It, um, it did not grab me as much as like Extreme Battle, Ultimate Survivor, Mercenaries. Like, you know, they always have these arcadey extra modes in Resident Evil. This one didn't really do it for me. It was fine. I liked it. I played a little. I mean, what raid mode is in this game? You go through like little missions essentially which are just reused assets and then you have to get you fight enemies and have, and you get points and you level up and you get stuff to unlock your guns and yeah, yeah. get points that you can spend um, in the store to buy other weapons and stuff they do it did feel kind of like a test run for for some of what they do in six which was neat oh interesting where you like have a profile you're equipping six is a mess fascinating game. <laughs> <sighs> I'm, I'm i'm getting close to doing six we really are getting close now there's so many more Good better luck. ones to do before then, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're doing remake three next year, so I haven't played that. I, I need to love remake. Three. Maybe that'll be my next game. Mike really liked it when he played yep. it. I'm about to talk about it here shortly. <laughs> I, 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 I think I want to replay the original three first. That's a good game. I like three, yeah, I, but I think it's one of the worst remakes. <laughs> yeah, you're, it's, it seems to be the common opinion. Yeah, that's what I've but heard. Also, too. those one and two remake real, real good. Like they they nailed it. Mm-hmm. They tried to rush three so they could make four. That's what the only that's what the issue is. But that's that's what Resident Evil three is, you know. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be three. It was Code Veronica is <laughs> supposed to be the third one. Everyone knows this. Yeah, I three, hate the fact like, that Code Veronica isn't three. It bothers I think me it's a lot. Fine. Three three feels like felt like the close what you could the closest thing you get to two DLC on the PS one, and yeah. I think that's cool. It bothers me because Code Veronica has went to the wayside where Code Veronica, I feel like, is the next step. And if it would have been called three, I think it would have done a lot better than being called Code Veronica. Yeah, well, I, I, I think they probably just should have called it four. For anyone that doesn't know, three was supposed to be the side thing, but Sony had some kind of deal with Capcom where they got three numbered Resident Evils on yep. the PS1. And, and, and I do kind of like that one, two, three are like, here's the stuff that happened in 1998. All right, Monkey yeah. Paw, where's my Code Veronica remake? Yep. <laughs> I'm yeah. surprised that hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, because that came out like five years before 4 did. Yeah. Like, that's the one that should be remade, but I, I get it. 4 is such a known game that like we remake this, we'll make money. We need Steve Burnside and Glorious HD. <laughs> God, I, they would try and make him palatable, and that's yeah, a shame. Absolutely. <laughs> He's such a terrible character. It's like found poetry. It's like Keanu Reeves' accent in uh, the Dracula movie. 
<laughs> Claire, huh? I'll remember yeah. that. Could, could not be improved. <laughs> God, the, the puzzle where you like need to trap him in a room by giving him like golden SMGs. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> All right. And then before we get to shelf stacker box, I think I should give away a steam code again. Oh, yeah. I'm glad Ooh. you remembered. I do once. I have too many, so I have to remember (laughs) once in a while. Otherwise, I'll never get rid of this damn collection. Uh, For a random game, I have no idea what this is called. Codex of Victory. No idea what it is. Steam Steam key. Uh, The code code for this game. (laughs) I don't. I gave it to you. I think. No, I I don't have it. I gave it to myself. That's what I gave it to. Okay. Okay. I was like, wait, I gave it to somebody only and myself. (laughs) All right. Strategy game RTS. Okay. The code is W M D V zero. V two H V P B W P I X Codex of Victory Steam Code. And whoever listening to this, like, oh, even if you listen too late, just try. You never know. I I, I highly doubt everyone <laughs> listening to this is like, oh, I'm gonna download the Steam Code. Not like it's the stupid boss in a Facebook group where like, oh, Steam Code, and they just grab it instantly. Yeah, because I think there are things like I was one of the groups I was in. They were talking about yeah, there's like there's bots that just. When you post it, they just grab it and then sell it or whatever the hell they do with it. Like they don't. Yeah. So don't do that. <laughs> yeah. It is a turn-based strategy game. I'm sorry. Okay, cool. Uh, it's, By it's, the time I've, I get to the second page on Google, it's just key sellers. <laughs> I've had it forever. It was in one of my early fanatical bundles and I've been meaning to give away these codes forever. All right, let's go to shelf stacker box. And Mike, why don't you go first? Get the positive out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I introduced myself by wet blanket for a reason. Like, I did not care for this one bit. And I don't know if it's just because I was playing on the 3S or what, but I was ready for it to be over by, like, episode 4 of 12. I don't know. Like, I said earlier, it feels natural that it was out the same year as 6 because both of them are just kind of all over the place. It jumps between gameplay styles pretty often. Like you said, they don't last very long, so I guess it's really not a point. But it also didn't help that Immediately after this, I started three remake and ended up loving it after not caring for two. So I guess I'm in the word minority on this series. So take that for what you will. But well, yeah, it's, it's you hate two because it terrified the hell out of us. Yeah, <laughs> I think you had it worse than I did. I just don't like how X is constantly following you. I didn't either. But yeah, I had it worse. Agreed. Didn't like oh, this one. What about you, Dan? Uh, Me. That's me. I'll, I'll put this in the stack. It's not like one of my favorite games, but I really like the series. I had a good time with this game. Um, I'll probably replay it in like five years. Have a good time. Okay. Uh, yeah, just like a solid game. I'm I'm happy it's in my life. All right. Uh, Joe, what about you? Surprisingly, as much as I think this game is funny and I did like it, it's going to go in the box. Oh, I've played this one too many times and playing this made me realize <laughs> probably my least favorite Resident Evil game. And I say that coming from a guy who just played that stupid Survivor one. Like, <laughs> and I actually, that game was wild. I like that. Charms. I like that game more than I like this one. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you should uh, not saying it's a bad game. I played it three times. One too many. That, that, that the third time is what what did it in for me. Did it in for me. So yeah, it's going in the box. But I'm not saying don't play it if you never played it. I rec- I still highly recommend playing it. Okay. Great. And I'll go last. I. I'm going to put this on the shelf. I had a really good time playing it. Nice. I enjoyed it a lot. I look forward. I mean, I won't play it again, probably 
ever, but who the hell knows of this podcast? I, I redo stuff all the time, but I really had fun. I had a good time. I'm glad I played it. I'm glad it exists. And it's going on the shelf, and I yeah, maybe someday I'll play it again. Who knows? Probably not, but you, know, you never know with me. Well, I thought games like this were just complete opposites. Yeah, that's, that's cool. It's good. To, I, was, I wasn't expecting that when this started. And I'm just like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I like that we're all like so different. I, I think that's really cool. That doesn't happen all the time on here. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. And oh god, I all of a sudden I forgot. I should introduce what I'm talking about next week. That's what I do here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. My brain's not working. Oh, uh, I am talk. We are going to be talking about Hunting Ground next week, which I'm I'm excited for. I think I'm excited to talk about it once I finish it. I'll be there. That game is, I'm sure, going to scare the hell out of me. So, and if you want to hear basically yes. the Rachel part from this game for the entire game, the entire runtime. Well, I saw the first villain that thinks you're a doll and wants to chase after you, and I'm like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. And then I ran and I hid under a bed, and I'm and I'm like, God, what am I playing? I so, always get that mixed up with some other game, Rule of Rose. Yep. Yeah, because they're both. Highly expensive PS2 games that they do not have about the same time, and were never re-released yet. And I, I don't know that. if they ever will be. I want to go on a big PS2 survival horror binge because I, I played a lot of the big PS1 ones. But there's a PS2 was like a golden era for it. There's a lot extermination. Yeah. I played Silent Hill 4 recently. Great game. I want to play the thing now only because I found out the thing game is a sequel to the thing movie and explains some of the stuff in the end of that movie. So. People were pretty, pretty um, high on it when it came out. One, it's, I'm interested. It might happen at some point, but I'm I, definitely interested. I, yeah. I got to see The Thing remake, the, the 80s one, um, in a movie theater recently. Just fantastic movie. So oh, good. the original one? Uh, no, the the remake, the John Carpenter one. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. I, I forget it's a remake of something uh-huh. else. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie, though. We just covered it on the show not so long ago, yeah. and then Bill made the joke that we talked about Blade Trinity longer than we talked about The Thing. Yeah, I've seen the Blade movies. He wasn't it's wrong. October. I, I should do harder shit. I am, unfortunately. All right. If you want to hear more Resident Evil, we did Resident Evil Survivor Mini 28, Resident Evil 2, Recover 9, where we came out recently. We re, we re-looked at Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2002, the film, 19. Resident Evil 4, episode 129. God, it took us a long time to do another Resident Evil game on a regular episode. <laughs> Damn, that's, that's, that's a long time. Uh, Resident Evil 2, 2019, episode 94. Resident Evil Outbreak, episode 73. Resident Evil Dem- Dead Aim, episode 70. I knew it was in the 70s. Uh-huh. Uh, Resident Evil 3, Nemesis, the original one, episode 63. Resident Evil Degeneration, film 4. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, film 37. Mike's first episode! Oh, wow. <laughs> Resident, uh, Resident Evil Remake, uh, 2002 version, episode 33. Resident Evil 2, the first time we covered it, episode 9. So that's all the Resident Evil we've done so far. And at the time of this recording, Apocalypse will be out by the time you hear this. So definitely go check out Apocalypse, too. So that sh- should be out by the time. Yeah, comes out very soon. I publish it. I feel like Re- Recovered would be a-, a good name for a Resident Evil podcast series. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That would be, yeah. That is cool. Okay. All right. And... If you enjoyed this, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, we have over 380 other episodes you go listen to. If you can't find what you're looking wow. for on Spotify, that aren't Resident Evil, hmm? that aren't Resident Evil, yes, or that are <laughs> some 12, 12 or 13 of these are Resident Evils. By the time you hear this, oh, Resident Evil, things. 
And there's going to be more because I have a the current Patreon poll is a Resident Evil poll right now that people need to go vote in. It's either we are going to watch Resident Evil Extinction, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, Resident Evil Damnation, the second animated movie or Resident Evil, the Netflix series. I do not want to watch the Netflix series. (laughs) Don't watch the Netflix series. I'm I'm trying to force myself to watch it. And I'm like halfway through episode three. And I'm like, I don't care. The only way I am is if people vote for it, and then I have to, and then I got to find suckers to do it with me. So <laughs> the only Hi, one of those four things that's good is the, the CG movie. I okay, Simpsons terrible, but I need to get through the series to get to, to finish it. Uh-huh. Good luck. I'm gonna watch those movies at some point. I, one and two are really good. Three's okay. Uh, okay. Who was it that loved three? Was it you, Joe? Uh, it was me and. I think Blair uh, Blair. I think, I think Blair. both me and Blair think it's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait for Bill to see it for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Re- Resident Evil is one of those. I, I think it's a relationship people have with, with other horror series and I don't really have it as much with like a Friday the 13th or something, but I'm just like into the iconography and, and the exact brand of cheese where even a bad Resident Evil, I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. And if you want to support us, we do have a Patreon. You can go find the poll. And as I just mentioned what the polls are, we do a poll every month. So go support us. Little's a dollar. You can support us and make me happy. You want to make me happy. I make you happy, right? Every week, hopefully. <laughs> so definitely go check that out. <laughs> I don't even care about the money. I just want people to vote. And I the money's nice because it pays for the hosting. So I don't but so just go do that. And also if you please follow some fakes on Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube with audio only and we have a Discord. If you want to help talk with us and talk and talk about the show you can join our discord you will see a link in the show notes also want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of helena at hell half fear you can follow her on tiktok check her out she made our music and also want to give a shout out to my buddy bill tucker who suffered through the mcu with me along with mike and <laughs> starts his own podcast a gamer looks at 40 where he interviews how games affect people's lives definitely go check him out well done show you can find you'll see a link in the show notes and then and that's everything I need to say, so we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.